humans what's going on welcome back to la mezcla my name is adrian burke the creator and host of this show uh, i'm so excited to have you back i know i usually start each episode with a pull quote from the interview but i have a very special announcement that i want to open this episode with for all my new york uh tri-state based uh, la mezcla fans uh, we have our first ever la mezcla live variety show uh, at caveat on september 23rd in new york city it's gonna be really really fun i am hosting it we're gonna do a little comedy there will be bits um, and i'm just gonna bring up uh, a lot of acts who are either mixed race or first generation so i can feature their voices and their art uh and it's gonna be super super dope you guys uh the the uh Facebook event and ticket link are, are in the description for this episode. Uh, please, please, please buy a ticket in advance and come and support. The show is going to benefit the Northern Manhattan Coalition for Immigrant Rights, uh, which is a local organization that's uh, that's uh, important to me. Um, so I'd really, really love it if you showed up. And it's just going to be so much fun, you guys. Holy shit. It's going to be so much fun. I'm, I couldn't be more excited. So please peep that ticket link. Uh, and I will see you on September 23rd at 7 p.m. at Caveat. Okay, let's get into today's guest. Eita, Brasil. Tá comigo? New York, I know you have. Yeah. Our guest today is the wonderful Marcella Avelina. Uh, Marcella is a Honduran-American musician and actor. Uh, you can find her singles uh, Dark Room and Drag Me Along on all music streaming platforms, including uh, her music video for Dark Room, which recently came out, which is super, super dope. So please go check that out. Uh, Marcella is a, a good friend of mine. I was so excited to have her on the show. We talked about uh, a ton of stuff, including um, her uh, mix of being Honduran and Irish American, uh, of the time she spent in Honduras as a kid, uh, of growing up in New York, and uh, we dance around uh, a cool big TV show job that she's currently working on that we're not allowed to talk about. So there's a lot of coded language in this one, but I'm really, really excited for you to hear this interview. Uh, uh, and please go check out all of Marcella's music buy it stream it however music works i do not know how music works but please please go support her stuff because uh, i'm so happy to have marcella on the show i hope you enjoy this episode okay bye <laughs> I don't. I don't really like. Do you love ASMR? No, I, I don't get it. I I've watched it for fun, and it's become such like a buzzword that like. I'm I'm sick of it. Honestly. I don't understand. I never enjoyed it. I was just like, oh, this is weird. I just don't care. I, I just don't care. I, what was your What was the weirdest one you watched? I don't watch it. I don't care. Like it's. <laughs> I can't like. <laughs> you know. I don't, I, mean? I don't care. There's there's okay. This is like the only one, the one where like a woman's like eating a pickle, I think it is. I don't think I watched that. She like eats things. It's I don't just know. like the crunching of a pickle. Yeah. That's really weird. But I, yeah, it's kind of weird. And then, I don't know, there's a bunch of them. Like, I feel like. I'll the be... idea is that it's supposed to be relaxing, right? The idea is it's supposed to relieve anxiety. Okay. It just does nothing for me. Listen, nothing can replace a, a really good uh, bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I would never substitute um, my horrible weed habit <laughs> with ASMR videos. No. That's, I, I'm definitely using this I, part of it. I'm just like not. As we're doing ASMR. Yes, yes. Marcella, welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Thank you so thank much you. for being here. Thank you so I'm much so for excited you're here. I'm so I'm beyond. This has been literal months in the making. Yeah. Like a long ass time. Long, when long I, time. Because when I had Marquise on the show, he was like, "You should have Marcella on." I was like, "Yes, absolutely." Right. And that was, I don't know, in like November or something. Was it? That was a long ass time ago. Wow. Look at that. Look at us. Look at us. We've uh, grown so much. Our friendship has blossomed so beautifully. It actually legit has. It actually like it really. really I don't think that I knew you. Not at all. Yet. No. We we hadn't even like. I don't met even think he, I don't think that we had met yet. And here we are. Yeah. Uh, so let's, here we are post French cheese party. Post French cheese party. Oh, we'll get to the French cheese party at a certain point. Just because like yeah. that was one of the weirdest experiences I've had in a long time. Yeah. Got everyone. Two days ago, we went to a French cheese party. I mean, this is gonna this isn't gonna come out for another like a week or maybe two weeks, but like. Bleh. We went to a French we cheese party. We opened August with a French cheese party. In a five-store brownstone with an elevator. And a jacuzzi. And a jacuzzi. Yeah. That's right. That was that was really weird. And a ball pit. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a ball pit. That, like, it sounds like, it, it sounds, sounds like a bad episode of, like, an HBO show. Yeah. But it was real. It I was couldn't reality. believe that it was real. Yeah, it did feel like, like, it feels like we're making it up, yeah. I feel. But I was also, like, I was... I was drunk enough to be like, this all makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know what Right. I, mean? I was almost entitled to the ball pit at yeah. one point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah, there should be I a ball like, pit. I was like, yeah, this is my ball pit. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's start Not that, like, we went inside, we were just, like, sitting next to it the whole we time, did, which was even weirder. We did not go inside the ball no. pit. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know what was in there. I, I wasn't. Who a, was in there. No. Who was in there hiding the whole time? Yeah. What? <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> I like how this episode is just starting with us talking about when we hung out two nights ago. That's really good broadcasting. Uh, so let's start Let's start the show the way I usually start it, uh, which is just uh, introduce yourself briefly and tell us uh, where your parents are from, where you grew up. Okay. Um, my name is Marcella Avelina, and my mother is from Honduras. Um, she's born in Honduras, and then my dad is actually from New York. He's from Long Island, and I grew up in the city. Mm. I grew up in New York City. Where in Manhattan? Mm-hmm, in Manhattan. Where in Manhattan? Midtown. Oh wow! So like yeah. literally right around here. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And where? And your dad is from where on Long Island? My dad is from Huntington, Long oh, okay. Island, and he's Irish. So his grandparents were from Ireland. We have the exact same thing: Irish dad and. Which is great. I don't know how I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I did. Well, I knew I knew that you were mixed, but I didn't know that it was Irish. Too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so weird. I didn't How... even know that you were mixed. I don't think. I yeah. Remember. Well, nobody nobody ever does. Yeah. That's like the whole point. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> How, uh... He's like, hence the show. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. How did your parents meet? Uh, they met at work. They worked together. Where? Um, I think it was like a wax company. What? I know. A wax company like I'm, candle wax? Like candle wax. Oh my god. I think. I know, really. <laughs> that's that's one of the that's one of those jobs that you never think exists, but no, like it, of course it exists. Yeah, I think it was that. I think something along those lines. And they worked there, and they met, and they were friends for a really long time. Mm. Um, and then they weren't. And then they fell in love, and here I am. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So you grew up in Manhattan. Going mm-hmm. to what kind of schools did you go? Did you go to a public school? I went to public school. Yeah, my whole life, and I went to. Um, the same public school for uh, from sixth grade to 
senior year of high school, okay, which, which is, is a performing arts school. Which is which one? PPAS. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In Hell's Kitchen. So talk to me, because I've heard a bunch about it, because we know each other. But right. uh, my audience, who, again, are mostly my mom's friends. Hi, my mom's friends. Uh, <laughs> give us a little background on, like, what that, what the experience of that school was like and the experience of going to school in Manhattan and, like, what kind of crowd you were running with. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I feel really lucky. I, I did have, I mean... High school is never, like, the best time. I don't think anyone really looks back and thinks, wow, that, those people. are the best years of my I life. I know people who are like, wow, I really liked high school. And I'm like, well, here's you the thing: I didn't hate fuck hi- yourself. <laughs> I didn't, so this is the thing. I'm, I am kind of, I'm not one of those people. Okay, but then I want to understand you. I just didn't, I didn't have a terrible time. I think I, I was really lucky in that. I don't know. It was a really, like, safe space for me. Mm-hmm. My experience was, like, really familial almost yeah. I was in the same space for a long time yeah um and you were in performing arts high school yeah which I feel like the vibe I kind of dodged a lot of bullets because yeah. of that I think yeah. like so you were already performing from like a young 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 age yeah so yeah. when did that start um performing yeah um well I was singing always and mm-hmm. then I started acting when I was like seven mm-hmm. and then yeah I mean performing performing like I I didn't really do much outside of school sure really. but um, like that counts i had this when you're weird that age show that counts. when i was 10 at this like cabaret place and i did like weird covers of jailhouse rock and fleetwood mac oh and, my god like, christina aguilera uh, well, i think that's I would, like i would pay money to watch you sing fleetwood mac there. like right now <laughs> i would pay money there are videos it is good but i think that's the first show that's awesome yeah that's so great i wish i mean i was doing like plays and exactly. musicals and stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. That doesn't feel doesn't feel like performing, but it is. It is, yeah. So your parents were always like very supportive of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Very much so. That's super cool. Yeah. So were you ra- how we didn't talk about like in these in these early years are you being raised super uh, immersed in the Honduran culture or not? Or yeah, mostly? so my dad actually also speaks Spanish. Um he was one of those people that actually took it seriously in high school and actually came out fully bilingual. <laughs> My white dad also spoke Spanish. Yeah. Okay, cool. Weird. So they, so I grew up, yeah, around Spanish all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I, I understood it, but I wasn't really speaking it mm-hmm. as much as my mom as much as my parents wanted me to be speaking it. So when I was seven, my mom took me to Honduras and enrolled me in school there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's kind of when... How long were you there in school? I, only for two months. Like, I, it was, like, when school's off here, Right. Um, it's still going on over there. That's really interesting. My there. mom did the same thing with my sister, not with me, because oh, wow. uh, I'm the younger one. But right. my sister went to school in Peru for, uh, I think, a couple of months, maybe for a summer or something. Yeah, so I would do that every summer. So I'd get off of school here, and then we would fly down there, and I'd go to school there. Wow, what was the... <laughs> talk oh, about like the, 14. Yeah, talk about the difference between school in Manhattan and school in Honduras. So different. I mean, just so different. Just crazy. Every, even the timing of it, because you start school at 7 in the morning and then you get out at noon. Right. And, like, just the, sh- the infrastructure of the schools, it's like... Yeah. Almost, like, outdoors, kind of? I don't know how to describe it. Well, uh-huh. you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. Like, the windows literally don't have glass. Like, it's just, like, very airy, very, you know, because it's so hot. So yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. constantly, like, ventilating. That's, what was the, what was the it's social, really what was the social dynamic like? Like, were you, were you making amazing. friendships there? Yeah, I yeah. was, I was. I mean, it, it definitely is a 
big part of why I am mm. able to speak Spanish at the level that I do, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That's beautiful. I it was really great. I kind of wish I had a little because we would go a lot, uh, especially when I was a kid, we'd sometimes stay for like a month or like for a whole summer. Yeah. Uh, or my abuela would come and live with us for like six months at a time. So I always felt that connection, but I, I do kind of wish that I had done something like that where I was like actually immersed and right. going to school and like being part of the society. There. Yeah. No, I feel really lucky. I, I still have friends to this day that are from those years and oh, I feel great. I feel incredibly connected to That's awesome. Even because I, because I know from talking to my sister about the time she went down uh, to go to school there of like the feeling of Nideki Nidaya was, was like right. super strong even then because right. she, you know, was used to going to school here. Like, was that ever a thing for you or were you able to sort of navigate the two cultures? Um, you, do you mean like in terms of my mixture, like my yeah. dad and my mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly... I don't really think it dawned on me that I was even mixed since I was older. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never really thought of, okay, well, then, you know, my dad is this, my mom is that. I didn't really, it didn't really feel like that. They were just my parents. Right. You know, this was just the situation. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think in as you get older, that's when people are like, wow, you're so white, you know, mm. or you're so... Hispanic, yeah. you know? It, it, yeah. So I think that's... So about how old did that start happening? Hmm. Um... Maybe like middle school. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe middle school. It, yeah, that is really funny. I mean, you're you're whatever the deal is with your family, with your with your cultural background, like everything is just your life while you're. Yeah, a kid. and then it's weird too because then what does that really mean when people say, "Oh, you're so white," without actually knowing that you're you're one of your parents is. Right. You know. So I grew, when I was young, I just thought, "Oh, I guess they can tell." Mm. I guess I guess they can just tell that my dad is Irish and that my mom is Hispanic. Like maybe I just kind of give. Wow, mm. I can't believe that they would just know that. But then you get older, and then you're like, "That's not that, why." That's not what they're that's saying. That's not what they're saying. Yeah. They're just like, "Wow, you're really uh, eloquent." <laughs> wow, you're really like my abstract idea of right. what uh, white is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is also strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my parents did a really successful job of. I don't know. Giving me opportunities to really resonate with both sides. I don't. I, it's, That's beautiful. That's I, a I feel, good thing. You're I, shaking your head like I don't have anything to say. Yeah, because all... it is. It is just that for me. Yeah. You know, I I feel really lucky to be so connected to Honduras and yeah. like to the language. And, and do you go often? Um, I went every summer till I would say till I was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. And now it's a little less frequent. And now it's a little less frequent. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of how it's been for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's be- I wish it's I become kind of like a short once a year trip as mm-hmm. opposed to like the longer like we'd stay there for right. like years. Yeah, I haven't been there in like two years now, which is two three years, which is the longest I've ever yeah. gone. And do going. you have a lot of family down there? I do mm-hmm. a lot of family. How is everybody doing? Friends. They're good. That's good. Yeah, they're doing well. Yeah. What a lovely silence <laughs> we're having. <laughs> So what He's like, I, remember when I said you didn't have to be interesting? He's <laughs> like, I actually would appreciate. If <laughs> That's not what I'm saying at all. That is not what I'm saying at all. Uh, so, so talk to me about talk to me about uh, your experience, like uh, developing as a performer. And so, was like was Honduran culture like coming at all into your work? Like, did you find that influencing your work at all, or is it just sort of like? That's my background, and I'm doing my shit. I think it it does happen subconsciously. Mm. Um, I think certain, yeah, I think certain uh, 
percussive elements in my mm-hmm. sets definitely are influenced from that yeah. background. Um, I think that um, kind of I'm actually in the process of planning some visuals like videos and things yes. like that. And, and the last video was dope. Thank you it so was much. So great. Thank you. And I, it's definitely seeping through yeah. in, in those visuals too. Are you a um, Janae Iko person? Um, I I actually yes yeah. Just because I hear the I, I hear, used to listen to her. A I lot hear like I, was... I hear like echoes of her a little bit sometimes when I listen really? to you. Really? Yeah, just like oh, wow. a little bit of influence maybe. Yeah. I was wondering that. I was listening on the way here. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not. I'm not like super heavy on the Janae ego, sure. but I do. Who are, I, who are the people you're super heavy on? Leon Le Havas. Yes. She's, please. Yes, please. You're talking about my future wife. So. I. Mm, I don't know. Okay, maybe yours. I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, But she, no, she's incredible. I, I, she's definitely, I idolize her a Mm -hmm. lot. I think she's brilliant. Um, Frank Ocean, Mm -hmm. also. I'm wearing a Frank Ocean shirt right now. Yep. (laughs) Um, Frank Ocean, Leon the Havas. Um, Loyal Carner, I've been really big on lately. Okay, I don't think I've listened to him. He's a British, he's a British rapper. He's brilliant, lyrically. He's insane. Um... It's funny. You know when people ask you who your favorite artists are and then you kind of you draw blank a blank? Completely. Yeah. I think I'm reaching Whenever that. anybody uh, anybody who's not like an actor, they're like, oh, well, who are your favorite actors? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I watch a lot of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, those are the first three that come yeah. Yeah. to mind right away. What are the, like, what are the, what's your favorite feedback you've gotten off of your music from people? Hmm. Like, because everybody, like, uh, just from the stuff I make, I know I love when somebody's like, oh, that was really, like, good work. That's great. But, like, every so, like, I've, off this show, had a couple of, like, completely random, like, college kids who, like, I have literally zero connection to. Wow. DM the the page being like, hey, like, this made me feel, like, not alone. And I was like, oh, Uh, well, shit. That's amazing. Well, I can literally go and die now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think when people describe their emotional response to it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they, I, people have been like, this made me cry, which is crazy mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. Um, I think when people say this is really honest, that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I would never want to be come across as, yeah. I mean, you always want your work to come across as authentic. Yeah. And if, that's how you approach it. Right. And that's translating over. Yeah. That that feels good. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, so how, what, oh my God, my train of thought uh, literally just left me. Let's, uh, <laughs> I'm also, I, I'm unsure because I want to talk about acting stuff, but I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about. Right. Well, well. So you're working on a cool thing right now. Yes. And we'll talk about it in really general terms. Sure, in in umbrella statements. We'll talk about it in really general terms. Right. And eventually we'll be able to be like, that's the thing we were talking about. Exactly, exactly. So uh, talk to me about, because you've been focusing more on music in the last few years, right? Yeah. And now this project has sort of come uh, onto the table. Yes. So what's it been like being consistently on set and like working a ton like talk about that experience honestly been a dream it's been this is like the most ideal period ever for me Mm. I've been able to actually just do both of the things that I love the most yeah at the same time I'm so fucking excited which is really which is really beautiful um being on set has been crazy Mm -hmm. I've I've 
learned a lot. I think I'm allowed to say you're working on an upcoming TV show. Yes. I think I'm allowed to say that. I think, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really incredible. Yeah, what? Because uh, I've never worked a job that big, that's like sort of that intensive, and mm-hmm. like you're out of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what has the? Are you are you able to balance making music with being there? Like, what's the workflow sort of become? Yeah, I when I'm when I'm on set and I'm when I'm consecutively on set for days and things like that. Um, definitely. I'm, I'm present there on set, mm-hmm. so I'm not necessarily like making music on while I'm on set. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, when I have off days, it's really great to be able to concentrate yeah. on that. Do you feel like it's informing your your music a little bit? Like, ha- I mean, your life and your experiences have to be affecting the art you're making, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I have time to kind of. I I think that, and I've been thinking about this lately. It's you really just need time to let your mind wander, I think, hmm. or I do, because that's when things kind of come and words come, and then you kind of write something down, and then later you think about it again. So to be able to have time to do that, like, I feel like overall I just am less tense Yeah. these days. Cause I like Because I'm, I'm, I'm really loving, like, what's going on for me. So now I have time to actually, you know, let my mind wander if I'm, yeah. even if there's downtime, it's like, when there is a little bit of downtime on set, I yeah. can actually just I like that, think. having time to Does that make sense? I don't know. No, I, I think just... that makes sense, because we're especially, you know, with uh, the way technology is integrated into yeah. our lives now, there's doesn't feel like there's a lot of, like, like what you said, time to wander. Yeah, like, it, you have to It's a lot of, that. like, structured, like, I have to meet this goal and that, and, like, get yeah. this done, and this done, and that, and that, Yeah, and that. the idea of the grind and, yeah. and what that Hustle means. Hustle culture is, like, can be really bad. Yeah. But, like, actually having time for your mind to just kind of fuck around. And that is way. part of the hustle. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's a part of the hustle that I think we need to not neglect. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I'd like so. that. Give, your space, give yourself space to wander. Yeah. Because lately, the I've been doing the most writing on the train. Right. Because that's the time where I'm like, I'm not at point A or point B. Exactly. I'm like in transit, and I exactly. that's when I do my best thinking. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Let's start a meditation business. Okay. Great. Great. We have a lot of businesses we that we're many. starting. <laughs> we, we're like... We're we're idea people. Yes, yes, for yes, sure. yes, yes. At, at the at the cheese party we went to, we we drunkenly stood on a rooftop and pitched each other ideas for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> but I still, I they're good ideas. Well, we could our company could be. So I'm going to pitch you another idea. Please, please. Our company could be that people come to us for good ideas. Oh, like a consultation. Yeah, like a company. consultation company. I that, I love that. So there's zero follow through. <laughs> but we will, you we'll know what I mean? We don't have to actually do anything. Right, right, right. But we'll get paid money to just be like, all right, I got something. But that is special. Yeah. Right? Because there's so many things where, right? Where you're totally. like, I wish I thought of that. This is 100%. And now we're actually, get, we're not even, I mean, would we sell the rights to the idea then? Like, where does the money come in? Do you I think? have no idea. We'd have okay. to ask, like, old white people who run successful yeah. consultation businesses. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the joke about consultants is that, like, they don't, you don't even know what that means. Exactly. Like, what yeah. do they even do? We're also going to tell them what our idea is, and they're going to be like, that's not what this is. <laughs> that's not what we do. And they're going to be like, how did you get in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't sign into this game. Right. And why do you have mics on you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
god. So what? Uh, how about the? How about like friend groups? How about the the like? Have you found yourself gravitating towards other mixed people, or like what? What are the demos of your sort of your social circle? Hmm. I don't know. I do have a lot of Latino friends. Um, nothing intentional, mm-hmm. you know. I I just kind of gravitate to the people that I find, you know funny yeah. or interesting. Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. I do have a lot of Latin friends. I do have a lot of mixed friends. Mm. Um. <laughs> Great. <laughs> There's been a pattern this episode of I'll ask Marcelo a question and she'll answer it and then just like shrug and roll her eyes. <laughs> I'm not rolling my eyes. This is the most confrontational episode of the show. No, no, it's 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 more of a. I'm side eyeing myself for for just saying I enjoy funny people because no, just because I feel I. You know what's happening? Yeah, it's I'm. I'm, Let me know. Tell me. I'm about to because I I go to answer the question and then I find myself kind of digging for more things to say. So I'm trying to just Mm -hmm. let that. Let my answers be the answers, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. hoping that that's. This is good. We're doing like a meta commentary on the interview that we're doing. <laughs> oh my god! I love it. It's I great. Love it. It's great. Uh, th- this is maybe a left field question, but I've been weirdly thinking. This is maybe weirdly heavy, but I've been thinking recently of like, ah, do I want kids? And like, if I have a kid, like, how? How how am I going to preserve the culture that I'm oh, yeah. al- that I'm already like fighting to preserve for myself? One hundred percent. Like, how do I go about that? Because I think my mom did a pretty good job of it. I, it wasn't like a super hyper like we're Peruvian all day all the time, right. but like we ate the food, like the stuff was in the house. We took the sure. trips, so like I think she hit a good middle ground. But I still struggle to to make sure that I'm like claiming that identity and educating myself on it and like living it as authentically as possible. So I've just been thinking recently of like, if I get to a point in my life where I have a kid, like how am I, how am I going to do that? Yeah. Do you ever think about that? I do actually. I I would hope that my kid could do what I did if they're, if they're down. Um, I would love for them to go to school there as well. Mm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'd be happy to, to instill that. I, I, I basically, for, yeah, I just want to copy what my mom did, really, um, in whatever way possible, and also allow my kid to spend that time with my mom, because I also think being first generation is such a specific thing, so my yeah. kid obviously will, won't be that, Right. but, you know, there's no reason why that kid shouldn't have those experiences that yeah. I feel like really shaped me and helped me feel so intertwined with that culture yeah you know yeah. I feel very you know I am hun- I feel very hunter and I feel very American I just I have like one foot in in each place totally. I feel you so you do feel very American um well no I feel I feel Honduran like I feel Honduran but I know that I'm American right that's just inherently yeah that's kind of I don't really feel it's strange I feel like being like I'm American is like kind of yeah, I don't it know. kind of like it. It doesn't compute because I don't no. know what that means. I don't really like, either. What does that mean? It's a huge country yeah. with like a myriad of like identities and f- ideologies and stuff. Yeah. So like to say like, 
I this sounds more aggressive than I mean it to, but like I'm not proud to be an American because mm. I don't know what that means. Like I haven't figured out what that means for myself. Right. Uh, if that makes any sense. It does. Uh, I hope I'm not on a list now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm probably on a list somewhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's always been the the first generation dance for me. Right. Uh, of like. Well, this thing that I was raised in is like is is tangible and real, and mm-hmm. like I have family members and like a, like places I associate with it, and like dishes of food I associate with it. But if you ask me like what, like what I associate my American heritage, well, because also my Irish side, right? Both grandparents are immigrants, right? Uh, so my dad was born here, but he's the only one who was born here. Oh, okay. So he was a first generation. Okay, so uh, you really American. have access to to also. To that Irish yeah, culture. Yeah, but, like, we have, like, kind of a fucked up relationship with that. Copy. So, like, I haven't, right. so I haven't, uh, I haven't, like, gotten a lot of that, of exposure okay. to that culture. So I've always, like, uh, I think I used this phrase on Marquise's episode, too, but I, I, I've i always felt, like, cult, like cultural homelessness. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the Peruvian thing is, like, the only thing that I've had to, to really, like, grab onto. Right. Because I don't really know, I don't really know what being American is, man. Yeah. This got so emo, and I didn't mean it to. It's good. What are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you for sure. So, how, when did you start going to Peru? Uh, oh, from the infancy. Okay. Like, from uh, being a little baby. Nice. Uh, uh, and the, the visits were a lot more frequent than... I'm sorry, I just did this thing where I act genuinely tried to picture baby Adrian in my head. There are pictures. Yeah. I'll send you pictures. Okay. It'll be great. I feel, I wonder how similar the pictures will look to the, the little baby that I'm picturing in my head. Well, I, I'm so curious. Yeah. It's a weird thing. <laughs> Is I, it literally I just, just taking me it. now and like... <laughs> kind of, but it's, it's... Like on the phone when you zoom in. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was a weird kid. <laughs> <laughs> what there is nothing wrong with contemplative silence there's absolutely nothing I wrong totally, with I totally I totally agree with that <laughs> oh my god so can you tell us uh, this will be like half a plug but like tell us and us being like my mom's friends like tell us uh, about <laughs> the music that you have made already like the video you just released like give us some background yeah so I directed Dark Room um, I it was it was really great. I I've been really fortunate in that when I've had these ideas, I've been like, okay, well, how am I going to get access to a diner, right? And then mm-hmm. it and it does work out where the diner that's right around my my house that I basically grew up going to, they were like, yeah, of course you can just like shoot the video here, and I'm that's like, awesome. but they I'm and they're like, it's no big deal. What do you mean? And I'm it's it is a big deal because it is hard to get access to yeah. a diner that's like I oh totally, yeah you can use it what it's total whatever I totally get you know? what you're saying I whenever I like am in the process of like making a thing uh, that I want to make I immediately assume that any question I ask anybody is like the biggest deal in the universe like because there's so many moving like moving parts yeah. right and yeah, yeah, and yeah. people don't it's a big deal to ask someone for access to their business right yeah. and so I feel really lucky about those moving parts um yeah i i really love music videos mm. that's really something that i enjoy i study them constantly yeah 
Is that um, something you were doing super young? Like you were super into music videos? I never, yes, always. I just love them so That's much. Great. I, I think feel it's like that, such a, that f- art form needs a resurrection. They're important. Of, they're yeah. so important. And if they're done right, and it is possible to convey heavy emotions through music videos, you know? Yeah. I think they're really important, and I'm really passionate about them, honestly. So every time I make one, I feel like I'm just trying to learn and make sure yeah. that... When you make your, when you're in the studio making the song, yeah. do you already see the video while yeah. you're making it? That's actually, awesome. like once I, once the song is done, yeah, actually, yeah. Like when you've recorded and you're just like mixing and mastering, you're like, oh, it could be this, and I see this yes. image and that. That's I think so even cool. before recording it, that's when so I, cool. when the song is already done, I'm already, my brain is already jumping to, okay, what do, what do I see? for this one that's awesome yeah what do you out of the the music not necessarily your own music videos but the music videos you really love like mm-hmm. what what do you think are the qualities of like a really good music video mm, I think I think it's all it's really all in the editing mm-hmm. and it's all I think you you need to focus on someone's what someone's capabilities are so if I think that music video acting is a thing right right yeah and I think that certain people are better at that than others yeah and I think that should shape how you approach that music video yeah so I think that when somebody's doing some bad acting in a music video it fucks up the video sure but nobody's maybe nobody's thinking about that sometimes because they're like, well, it's a music video. No, it's important. Do you think there's a difference between music video acting and, like, regular film TV acting? I approach it the same way, but... Because I... Just because I I value... I see what you're saying. So, like, in a lot of music videos, people, they they don't really care. They treat the acting as, like, an afterthought because that's not really what it's about. But if you're sitting there trying to act like you're on this cliff and about to fall, I need to see that. And if I don't see that, then... You've lost me. Yeah. Now the whole thing seems like bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but music videos with actual good story and good acting yes. in them. The music videos that feel like a film, like that feel yes. like a short film, like those are my favorite. That's what they are. Yeah. They're short films. I always think about, uh, I remember the first time I watched uh, the music video for Commons Testify. Taraji oh, P. Henson is in it. Oh, I haven't seen that it's one. It's great. You gotta watch it. It's like, excellent. Uh, but that was, I remember having that feeling because uh, Taraji P. Henson is like she's basically they set her up the song is a narrative mm-hmm. and they set her up as like she's the wife of this uh, this uh, guy who's on tra- trial for drug dealing and right. she's like sort of like sobbing and hysterical on the stand and like throughout the song you slowly learn that she's the actual kingpin and actually mm. like in control of everyone so yes. you actually watch this story unfold and That's it has so cool. real like story and acting that music I remember that music video yeah. still and you don't have to be an actor right I'm not asking I'm, I'm not asking anyone for anything actually but I just I, I <laughs> except for please let me into your diner except right <laughs> but I, I just I'm you don't even have to be doing like an example let me just give some examples because it seems Please. Um, Tears Dry on Their Own by Amy Winehouse. That mm-hmm. video is so good, right? Not only because of the colors and everything, but I... F- and she's not doing a whole thing, like, super... act, Like, putting on this actor thing, but you can tell that it's real. Like, her emotions are there. Even when she's just something as simple as sitting on the bed, you can tell when someone's, like, faking that. Yeah. Just sit on the bed. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Just do it. 
It's and really I, hard to just act like a human being, to just like do a, be a regular when human When there's being. a camera or a microphone, even right now, I yeah. feel, you know what I mean? It's hard to just be. Yeah. And I think that when you can convey that in a video, it makes it really good. Yeah. Stay by Rihanna. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful video. So intimate. Mm. And there are certain parts where she's just being. Yeah. And that's so much more interesting than watching someone act. Yeah. Like I think, yeah. I think that's super true, at least of the stuff I want to make in my career, whatever. Like, authenticity is definitely, like, the word at the center of everything. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Elastic Heart, that video. I love that video. It's so good. And there's so many videos of people just dancing, or not just dancing, but dancing. But this one is special. Mm because you feel it. Yeah. It's different. Would you ever direct somebody else's videos? Oh yeah, 100%. Have you done that yet? Um I haven't yet. I've been talking a lot about it with a friend lately though. I think I might I might do that yeah. soon. Yeah. I guess I mean you I clearly have to. like you clearly have like a strong aesthetic and like a point of view and mm. it can be really fun to work on somebody else's material and that'll only oh, make yeah. your work on your own stuff stronger. Like sometimes yeah. I direct or I'll like assistant write like somebody else's thing right um if i like want to work with them and respect them and then i end up coming out of it like oh i could steal this and this and this for my process and make it even better yeah 100 percent. no i'm definitely interested in doing Mm -hmm. that yeah that's great that'll be part of our company right (laughs) music video directing music video directing what did we say we were gonna do we were (laughs) were consultants (laughs) no no i'm saying what did we say at the french party oh at the at the cheese party party, french cheese party no we said we were gonna start hosting this show together (laughs) and that we were gonna do live shows and (laughs) and that which hey i'm more than completely open so what are what are our live shows looking like I Are we know. just inviting like people some to sort watch of us hybrid. hang out? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we like invite our cool friends, and like the, you can like you can perform. What's your and sign? I can do weird comedy. I'm a I'm a Scorpio, oh, okay. which I'm told means I suck. No. No. What's yours? That. I'm a Leo because this is, that would just be the. I was wondering if you were a Leo as well. Oh no. That's is just that, the most Leo thing. Is ever Scorpio too. and Leo a good combination or a bad combination? I'm not too sure. I'm a Scorpio Moon, mm. so I have some Scorpio in me. So you're you're like straight up an astrology person. Everybody, I, feel I like, don't feel like one, I feel but like maybe. New York in the last five years has become fucking astrology city. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't necessarily hate it, but I I saw a meme the other day. Uh, it was somebody who was like, I left the South. Uh, it was like I left the South because everyone was trying to convert me to evangelical Christianity and moved to New York where everybody's trying to convert me to astrology. Right, right. I don't I don't really depend on it too much, but I do think that. It's interesting the the qualities that yeah. that. What's the deal with Leos? What's what is that? Here's the thing: people say that we're super conceited. Mm. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. People say that we're conceited. People say that we're just full of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I think that we're just so loyal. Mm. Right, Leos are very loyal. They're very passionate. Um, lions. Yeah, they're lions. They're very. Um, I feel like I'm doing the thing where I'm just saying general things that could apply to anybody. That's what all of astrology is. Yeah, I. But it's not though. It's not because when you look at the actual characteristics, like if we were to pull up your characteristics, like Scorpio versus Leo, they're uh-huh. things that are different. Sure. 
I mean, everything I read about Scorpios is like they're mad manipulative. They keep everything a secret. They're really intense. That's what I'm trying to say, though. Leo's right. It's always like you're conceited. You're full of shit. You know, th- there's always like those negative the stereotype. The stereotype. Mm-hmm. But Scorpios are incredibly emotional. I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. That's what I've heard. Which is another general quality that could apply. <laughs> so no. You know, you know what Scorpios? They actually. They breathe air. Right, right. And they drink water. And Here's that's a Scorpio-specific thing. thing. I'm not an astrology person because I think an astrology person would just do a way better job of what I'm trying to do sure. right now. And yeah. when you do talk to people that are astrology people, mm. I do. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I have fun. I don't like... I'm not one of these people who gets mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Right. I met, I met a really interesting human in the Barnes & Noble on 14th Street who, who, who gave me a whole... I had, like, time to kill between auditions. And he gave me a whole reading and was like, this is what's going to be going on for the next three weeks. And he had a tiny little bulldog yeah. sitting next to him. Uh, uh, and then he followed me on Instagram and we're Instagram friends now. That's great. Shout outs to Anthony Garbo. Yeah, I did. I did. a, I did get my tarot cards read once. Ooh. That's different than. Yeah, than I've never done that. Have you ever gotten a psychic reading? No. That's. I kind of, I haven't either, but I kind of want to. Yeah, I kind of want to, too. I think it'd be fun. I think Maybe that's what we do. <gasps> that would be a good show. That's our show? That's our show. Go get a psychic reading? Guy, get a psychic reading or, and host people's psychic readings and then talk to them about it. I Is that, love that. Right? That's really good. I love that. That's really good. I wish I didn't say it. I hope, don't steal our show. Nobody's going to steal it. Nobody's okay. going to steal it. Also, I guarantee you somebody's already making that show, but ours is going to be better. I don't know that they are. I feel like it'll be good because we're both like, I feel like we're both skeptical, but we'll also be like, no, this is totally true. I 100% yeah. believe this. Because <laughs> I go in and out. I'm generally kind of like a sarcastic, kind of like skeptical person. But right. if you tell me a good ghost story, I'm like, ghosts are real. Like, yeah. The spirit world is Yeah, sell us. it to me. Really, yeah. really sell it to Do me. Do you believe in ghosts? Um... For my sanity, I have to say no, just because <laughs> the minute I let my mind go there, it'll go there, mm. you know, and then I'll, uh, you you're, know, you're, you're like a zero to 60 person. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't watch scary movies. Oh, okay. I'm like, I don't want to, I just. Interesting. Keep that. So you've never had like a ghost experience? No. Hmm. I've had experiences where I'm like, what was that noise? And, you know, I get in my head, I'm like, what, what yeah, is yeah, yeah. it? But no, I've never had a ghost experience. Yeah, me neither. I, but I kind of want to. My mom has, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Can you think of any? Huh? Can you think of any? Yeah, she, she told me the story once that she was in a house with her friend and the, nobody else was there and the kitchen. This is in New York? No, this is in Honduras, actually. Okay. And the kitchen, the drawers in the kitchen were like, move like going in and out, like getting pulled open and then closed. Mm-hmm. And that her and her friend like went and put their backs against the wall and like like walked over to see, and it was just like moving on its owner. I think that's I think I'm butchering it, but it's something along it's those like lines. Like some brujeria bullshit. Some shit. I don't know. I but I I don't know. Are there any brujas in your family? Mm-mm. My so there aren't really. Me. <laughs> <laughs> There aren't really any in my my family has never treaded that way. But my mom used to when I was a kid, like if the phone rang, she'd be like, "It's your aunt, like it's your tia," and then she'd pick it up and she'd be like, 
soy una bruja. Well, <laughs> yeah. she would like predict who was I mean, my mom that. and I are definitely psychic. Mm. It's, it's, it's... Really? I think, yes. Things happen. Okay, two weeks ago I was flying back from Canada. Uh-huh. Um, and the night before, I've never had a flight get canceled on me before, ever. That's just mm. never happened to me before. And the night before, and I have the messages to prove it. I was texting with my friend, and randomly I was like, I think that my flight's going to get canceled tomorrow. Wow. There's no rain, no chance of thunderstorms on, in either in New York or Toronto. There's no s- real reason, no concrete reason why this flight should have been canceled. And she was like, no, it's not going to get canceled. That's in, like, why would it get canceled? I'm like, I don't know. I just... That's so weird. Yeah. Then why did it get canceled? And then it got. I got to the airport, and then they canceled the flight. For no reason? For, um, like, traffic or something. That's that, so weird. Or the, uh, I, I'm not really sure. I think the spirit of those drawers entered your mom and then now has entered you. No, I just, I, speaks through you. things like that will happen. Yeah. I don't know. But then there's a, yeah, I don't know. So why don't you just be the psychic on our show? <sighs> that sounds like a disaster. <laughs> That sounds like an actual disaster. I'm going to be like, you are loyal. You are emotional. And because of this, your flight's going to get canceled. And that's every episode. And that's every episode. Every episode. Yeah. But we'll just get a mad celebrity guest and it'll blow up. Right. It'll be awesome. It would be awesome. Well, oh, also I'm realizing. <laughs> what? This is a show already and it's like really big and successful. What is it? The Hollywood Medium. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like I've never watched that, but I have heard of that. This is already a thing. Yeah, but like it would be us, and we're right. way cooler. Right, right, right. It would be two of us. <laughs> Just berating <laughs> Doing people. a one-person job. <laughs> we're like collabing. I like that this Collab has been... Psychic. I like this has been half interview, half like pitch session. <laughs> I feel like that's low-key our relationship. It is. It's like it we'll is. be talking about something, but we'll also be like, we could, we could do that, and then... I feel like that's such a part of being, like, a young artist. Oh, it's just, like... Hustle culture. The, hu- and hustle culture. Like, the number of ideas that I start and don't finish is... Astro- or that I write down. Like, I, I, on the way here in my little notebook, like, I like I outlined a a new, like, feature film, and I've been, like, literally... My Was this a different one than the other day? Different one than the other day. So, uh, sec- so two f- outlines of feature films within the span of three days. Yeah, I've just been challenging myself That's to sick. like to like write stuff down more um, because I I get a lot of ideas and then I'm like oh it's really cool and then I never do anything with them and like just the act of writing something down is yeah. therapeutic to me because I right. it makes me really anxious to like be like I have all these ideas and all these possibilities and but I never put anything into action right. like even if I don't like pursue anything with this idea like the fact that I wrote it down feels a lot better than just like having it bounce around my head all day and right. not do anything about it. I feel that. Like, the way you see a music video when you're making the thing, like, I will be on the train and be like, I can see this movie in my right. head, and I just, like, need to write it down. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how we got here, though. Because um, we're, we're going to do a show that our, the Hollywood medium already exists. Oh, yeah. Exists. That sucks. Have you, Fuck Hollywood Have medium. you ever seen him do his thing? No. It's really... Really? Yeah, I I'm watched... so scared. I, like, think all those people are bullshit artists. But that's also... That's my mom's... Like, that's my mom's voice. Right. Of, like, this is bullshit. Of course, like, of course. But, I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't even want to reveal the example or the one time that I've seen him do his thing. It's, I can already tell I'm going to go on a YouTube spiral of this later. It's, yeah. No, it's 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 interesting. Yeah. It's just crazy to see people be like, there's no way he could have known that. You know? Because <laughs> 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 yeah. once somebody says that, you're kind of like, huh. Yeah. I don't know, though. Oh, my God. So, so I still broad strokes... Still, like, not saying anything we're not allowed to say about this show, but how do you feel about, like, the amount of exposure you're going to get from it? Because it's going to, things are going to be different. I don't know. Things are going to be different. You think? When this thing comes out. I think so. I don't know. I think, I think the show is really important. Yeah. Again, obviously, can't say too much beyond that. It really super is. It's a really, really great show. It's a really, it's, yeah, it's... Oh, I can't even talk about. I know. Well, well, you'll come back after we can talk about. Right, it. right, right. It's brilliant. I think that it does this demographic a lot of justice. Mm. Really, a lot, a bunch of umbrella statements still, but. Um, sure. But like we can we can talk about like because this is this is your first like big TV job, right? Yes. So like, how does it feel for your for your first big TV job to be something? To be something that actually like honors the the kind of upbringing you come from and actually like reflects your life, like what's that experience? I'm like? incredibly grateful. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I can't. When I when I first read this script, I was like, wow, I would the things I would do to be a part of this, yeah. and then to actually be a part of it now, it's it's just really yeah. I mean, it's I just beautiful. it's I'm I, I'm excited for everyone involved uh, and just on so many levels of because like even from the small example of somebody listening to this show and be like, I love this so uh, and like this made me feel seen whatever sure. so like the scale of the thing that you're in sure uh, and especially for young women of color right. especially for young Latina women absolutely in this country right now and especially for Honduran people in this country right now like right. I just think about, I'm getting emotional, I think about, like, I think about, like, girls in school who are going to watch this show and see you in it, and that's just, like, a beautiful, that's, like, a beautiful thing, I'm getting emotional. Talk about something. I, (laughs) Scorpio. Talk about something. Scorpio. No, I, I, I We breathe air and drink water. I, yeah. (laughs) I appreciate you saying that. I, it's funny, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, but of just, like, I never saw anybody that looks like me hmm. on TV. So that is really yeah. special. And I think that this show honors every type of person, hmm. which is so crucial. It's really crucial to see yourself represented, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I, I just hope that... I, I know that it will do the... Because the, the writer of the... The creator of this show is just genius. Yeah. Absolute genius, so above everything i just i trust her work we're allowed to say her name right are we not allowed to do i don't know okay great well another time i don't know (laughs) another time that was so how maybe this is a heavy question but if you like because you said like when i was growing up i didn't ever see anybody on tv who looked like me Mm -hmm. like if you could like i think of adrian balon in the cheetah girls sure yeah you know Totally. And then beyond that, I can't. So about how old were you when the Cheetah Girls came out? Like I think I was five or like six. Five or the six. The first one. So if you could go, if you could go back and talk to five or six year old mm-hmm. Marcella, mm-hmm. and like give her advice, what would you say? Huh. Mm, 
I'm really thinking about this. I know. Mm. It's hard. Mm. I don't want to say a bullshit like follow your dream, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're talking specific. Like, if I really. So, five year old Marcella? Or, like, well, any. Just like at least. At least five years ago. Like, you know I, what I mean? I, like, I would say. Oh, okay. Um, I would say the long game is, is very much a thing. Trust trust that longevity pays off, mm. right? Because, like, I didn't know. I can connect even this project back to a moment when I was right. so young, yeah. which will make sense later on when we can talk more about it. Sure, but, yeah. You know, I, I don't think that we realize we're planting seeds when we are. I love that. And, and Say that again. I don't think we realize that we're planting seeds when we are. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. And I think that, yeah, you do something long enough, it's easy to kind of become jaded and become... Yeah. But that's, it's... And I feel myself getting getting to that place and I, I sort of easily go to that jaded place because it's easy yeah it's really easy to go there yeah it's and really it's protection hard to trust. it's protecting yourself yeah too. exactly and it's really hard to trust that longevity is going to pay off we don't even we don't know that we're planting seeds when we're planting them is that what you said I think, I think so. Well, yeah, I, think, I, mean, I don't know if that's exact wording. We recorded it, so I Yeah, can... yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. No, I love that. I mean, I literally, most of the, most if not all of the opportunities I've gotten in the last, you know, two or three years have been because I, because of something that happened years ago. Yeah. That I, like, hadn't even thought about. Right. Or even the email I got today that I told you about was because I, I submitted to that thing, like, six months ago. Sure. And forgot about it. Exactly. I love that. Trust that you're planting seeds, even if you don't realize it. Yeah. Woo. If you're putting in work, then yeah, you are. That's a jewel. And if you know that you're, yeah. Wow. Shit. Working your ass off does count for something. I love that. You know, there's no way that just sitting on your ass. Yeah. Not. This conversation is a seed. I'm saying it. It is. Because <laughs> 10 years from now, somebody's going to be like, we should give them a million dollars to make their weird psychic show thing. <laughs> exactly. I'm calling, I'm calling our shot. This conversation is a seed. I Yeah, I, I believe that. Maybe not necessarily in that way, but in some unexpected. Well, I just like be open it, to the unexpected thing. What if we made it like more of a... Maybe it could be like a comedy show. Mm -hmm. Like a... You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe yeah. it's like kind of a... What is it called? Another word for... A variety show? No... Um, like a satire. Okay, yeah. Kind of show where we're the psychics. I'm into that. You know what I mean? I'm literally. I can. I'm literally. This might be my train thing tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> this might then, be my train thing tomorrow. Well, well, hear me out. And then also, it's like we maybe within the show we know that it like we actually are running this business as psychics, but then when like we know that we're kind of scamming people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. Because, like, a lot of those people are. Yes. Like, mentalists. Yeah. So we just take class. we got to take a mentalist class together. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> I have a weird psychic story, actually. Please. One time I was walking down the street with a friend, 
and we were like 15 Mm -hmm. and we were walking down the street and this woman stops us and she's like you you and I'm just I'm like all right this is you know I'm assuming that we're going to keep walking and my friend just kind of stops in her tracks and the woman's like you're looking for something I was like fucking Christ like I and I was like I already know she's gonna feed into this sure enough she does the woman's like come in you know she's trying to lure us into like her weird somewhere I can't remember exactly where I was on the lower east side it was like kind of like and then one of those in between streets she lures us tries to lure us into her psychic business I'm I'm not I'm very uncomfortable at this point I'm like I'm I'm actually okay don't want to do this yeah and then she's like don't let her what did she say she's like don't let her dictate how you live your life and my dumbass friend like walks her dumbass down these stairs and goes into this that's divide and conquer it was so all all that is is divide and conquer also we were 15 i was like do you not see that she's just trying to manipulate yeah two 15 year olds (laughs) yeah so she's there and then 10 minutes go by 20 minutes go by an hour goes by she's not (laughs) she's not answering the phone i can see her through the window yo is your friend getting murdered oh you can see her okay good you can see her but i'm like what the so at one point i like knock on the window and i'm like hello let's let's get out of here and then the woman like puts the curtain down it's like are you kidding me shortly she walked out after and she looked like she had seen a ghost i was like are you okay what's going on and then she was like uh i need like like she was asking for like three hundred dollars or something (sighs) And for like, what? For, like, a psychic yeah, something? For, like, the hour appointment that she just, like, found herself in with the psychic. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So then she's, like, going to the ATM across the street, and the the psychic's, like, following her. I'm like, oh, this, this, oh did I just say the name? Whoops. You can edit that oh, out. Oh, I didn't I started to. I didn't even hear it. And I was like, listen, like, you don't have to. This is crazy. We should just walk away. It was it was actually really weird. That's really creepy. Gross. It was really That's creepy. That's really creepy. Did she pay the psychic? No. She didn't Good. have, she didn't have. Yeah, of course. With what money? She also shouldn't have to pay for that also, shit that was solicited. Like, she also just, yeah. She, she shouldn't have gone into the, she shouldn't have. So we make a show where we're that psychic. Exactly. I love that. Right? I'm into that. I am too. I think it could be good. We'll make it happen. We'll sell it to HBO within 10 years. Send me send me a copy of what you put together on the train about this. I legit will. Yeah. I legit will. Okay, great. What would it be called? I was just about to ask the same question. Hmm. I will take pitches from the audience. If anybody wants to pitch names yeah, of, please. Of, this, of this show that we're actively <laughs> developing on the episode of this podcast, <laughs> let us know. I don't know enough about psychic culture yet. I don't either. I so need we, to research. We do. We need to do a lot of research. We should go. Well, maybe this is when we actually go to a psychic. I Dead ass, I will We should go that. to a psychic together. I would fucking love that. I would fucking love that. We should. This is always the tone of our conversations. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, we will. With zero follow through. Yes. Well, that's not true. We're following through on this today. Yeah. And we did Cheese Party, and we, yes. there will be many other things. Yes. Oh, guys, yeah, this, this, party is, was crazy. this is mad follow through, because we talked about this a long time ago. We did. Yeah. Again, it was kind of a conversation before we had even met mm-hmm. in person. It was a seed that we didn't know we were planting. There you go. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. I think we should end it there. All right. Do you want to we should, <laughs> Do you want to, uh, plug stuff? Plug your music. Tell people where they can find it. Yes, um, Marcella Avelina, one L in each name. Um, 
on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Do the whole thing. Dark Room came out this summer, the music video and the single. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. And new stuff maybe coming soon. New stuff absolutely on the way. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yay. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And like big uh, ambiguous thing that we talked about but didn't talk about uh, also coming soon. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely I can't wait. Soon. I'm I can't wait to shitting my pants thinking about it. I can't wait to actually be able to speak about That's it. That's gonna be so great. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, say something funny. Uh, Adrian and I are gonna make a show <laughs> where we run a psychic business to scam people. Great. And it's not gonna be like the Hollywood medium at all. It's totally different. No, fuck Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I, I, I'm, I'm formally establishing a, a feud between this show and Hollywood Medium. Right. If anyone at Hollywood Medium wants to tweet at me or like get an Instagram fight, I will do yeah. that. I will With, do that. We should get... Oh god, okay, we gotta cut this off. Okay, we gotta stop. We should... we, we'll keep talking about this, okay. but we gotta... <laughs> Good, goodbye everybody, Marcel and I are gonna keep workshopping. We're gonna start more our sentences blood, our blood, should. Our blood feud with, with Hollywood Medium. <laughs> goodbye, have a good week. Goodbye. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of La Mezcla. Thank you so much to Marcella Avelina for coming in. Thank you to At Large Studios for having me, to Carly Hogendyke at Authentic Management for always hooking me up and being an awesome resource. Uh, and thank you to you for listening. Please, please, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And also come to the show. Hit that ticket link and come to the show on September 23rd at 7 p.m. at Caveat on Clinton Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. It's going to be so much fun, and please come support this show and the Northern Manhattan Coalition for Immigrant Rights. You guys, I'm really excited. I'm so nervous. I'm really nervous about this show, and I just want people to come and have fun and have a couple drinks uh, and laugh at some jokes and watch some music, and holy shit, you guys. It's going to be great. Just please come. Please come to the, the show. The outros to these episodes always go so off the rails, and this one... Uh, This one is no exception. Okay, I'm going to go to work now. (laughs) Bye, everyone. We will see you next week with a new episode of La Mezcla. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.